This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 44 of the Wisdom by Wisa show on the Horse Radio Network. This is Mike Donnell. I'm Casey Wilbanks-Coletti. And this is Sophia Aguilar. Welcome to Wisdom by Wester on the Horse Radio Network. This podcast is brought to you by the Western and English Sales Association, WISA, which provides the world's largest trade events for retailers, manufacturers, and sales representatives of the equestrian industry. In this podcast, we feature exclusive interviews with noteworthy Western and English personalities, retailers, and exhibitors who you've always wanted to talk to. Don't miss out on all the news for manufacturers and retailers in the equine industry. As we continue the introduction into WISA's 14th floor, Sophia joins us today to tell us where we're stopping next. Yes, we're excited to get to know another member of the permanent WISA floor. So from our last guest, we're continuing to walk up north, passing WISA members like Old Gringo, Lane Boots, and Jay America, and then turn left to find today's guest, XOXO Art and Company in room 14159. What else is new that you have to share with us? We open up the advanced buyer registration so WESA buyers can register now for the January 2021 show. We do understand that it's a little bit early and a lot of retailers are struggling to plan ahead right now, but hopefully actually planning for the next WESA show can help sort of make plans and look forward to something exciting after all this madness is finally over. So you can call the WESA office, email us, or sign up online at wessatradeshow.com. And all the other contact information is on there as well. And we're excited to see everyone again in the new year. Well, thank you so much. And um, as you mentioned, we're talking to XOXO and with uh, Kim today, XOXO Art and Company. Great interview with her. So thanks for joining us again today, Sophia. A few short years ago, a school principal and two high school art teachers from Texas put their heads and talent together and created what has become a highly successful clothing, jewelry, and accessory business known as XOXO Art and Company. Kim Neuendorf, who's the firm's illustrator, is here today to tell us the story. Hey, Kim, thanks for taking the time today to join us on the Wisdom by WISA podcast. Thank you very much. Thrilled to be here. Well, good. And I uh, uh, I found the company was interesting in that we have three educators uh, who came together and created Correct. a Western fashion company, which is not the traditional <laughs> way that a lot of Western uh, clothing lines get started. But for you, it seems to work. I want to start off by asking the, the source of the name, XOXO Art and Company. Yes. Well, I, I, taught, I taught and freelanced for 31 years, and I know that makes me sound very old, but um, uh, at that time I was freelancing, my company was XOXO Art, and mainly because I love art, I taught art, I studied art, and it just seemed like the perfect name. So when my sister joined in 2012, and Rhonda, the the high school art teacher that works with us, joined in 2012. We just made it and company. So now let's tell let's tell all the good people who are listening to us what XOXO Art and Company does. Well, I feel like we we have a product that we include our customer in. 
Um, I do all the art on paper. And so basically anything that is, is done can be tweaked or changed for the customer. So I think our, our main goal in our company is to make the people that work with us that, that we work for, make them feel as included as possible in what they're purchasing. And so we print, I do, I do art, um, just for the love of it and uh, constantly come out with probably between eight and 10 to 12 new um, designs each market. But then the people that come see us, they have things they want to change or tweak, add, add a logo. And we do that. We print any art on any shirt and we have expanded to doing caps and pillows, tea towels, currently masks. Anything that we can print on, basically, we do. So your illustration then gets reproduced on a variety of different products. Correct. Because of direct-to-garment printing, uh, which is through a computer system, um, anything that I paint or draw, anything I do on paper, whether it has one or two or three layers of color, it when it starts printing on the shirt, it looks exactly like it looks on the paper, which is a very exciting process for us and for me to be able to replicate that through just scanning it and taking it uh, to the computer that way. So as the illustrator, how often do you come up with a whole brand new illustration design? Every single market. Every market I, I come in with at least 10 to 12 new designs. So, um, and then in between, I am designing for other people and I'm doing custom work for people for perhaps a, a rodeo event in Oregon or a um, something going on in California or taking a shirt that they just want changed a little bit. So I'm doing all the illustrations for people that want things changed. Where, where does the design and the inspiration, where does that come from? Because I, you know, as you mentioned, every new market, you, you bring new designs in. And, and as an artist, uh, we hear about all the time, sometimes you hit a roadblock, but do you ever hit a roadblock and where do you get your inspiration <laughs> from? <laughs> well, I, I like to say the ideas haven't stopped yet. So cool. that that's the best part of it. Um, I live on a ranch slash farm. My studio is in my home looking out at my cattle. My husband's a rancher and it just is, um, it's around me. It's what I'm surrounded with every day. And as we kind of met those people at market that had the same lifestyle, um, and then besides that, we have a lot of companies that sell anywhere from Del Rio, Texas, all the way up to Wisconsin. So depending on the area, when I'm drawing, I'm trying to have something that will, a genre for everyone, basically. So I try to come out with something for everyone, each market, because I know at this point what my people are going to buy. And so I kind of have a game that of doing things and waiting to see if they do. And that's sort of the, the fun of it. So it's it, luckily no ideas have stopped yet. That's awesome. I kind of want to jump back to the start of the company and, and Mike touched on that you all three were educators, but um, I want to yes. bounce back to that moment where you three came together and you decided 
um, and made that move to, to start this <laughs> and, and, you know, where, where that thought came from. And, and I think there are some obstacles that come with a family run business and, and, and things of that nature. So take us back to that moment when you guys all decided to take that plunge. Okay. Um, in 2012, um, I, my, children started going to college. And as a retired, newly retired teacher, I thought this is not going to work. I'm going to have to do something else. And what I could do was draw. And Mm -hmm. so um, I talked to my sister who was newly retired principal. And she worked in the uh, private section in Houston. And so she was um, very efficient and the opposite side of the brain for me, basically. And I talked to a friend of ours, that's in the town where I live. And she was also a high school art teacher. And I said, we've got to do something. So we did 10 shirt designs is kind of the joke, 10 shirt designs and a couple of pieces of jewelry and got a 10 by 10 in the most farthest corner of the Dallas market. (laughs) And that's where we started. And then it just grew from there. The next time we had a little bit, you know, same booth, and then we maybe a year later got a little bit bigger booth, and it just sort of grew from there. And the family is working out well. We we do okay together. Good. Well, I don't know how, how I word this, but the crossover between working in um, educational and and now running a business, obviously a, a huge difference, but maybe some similarities yes. as well. And um, and any any takeaways from from working in school administration so many years and and then now in in this business? Well, I, right. I think for Susan, um, that does all the invoicing and talking to people, that was sort of her role as a principal. So she sort of just kept that, that as what she was doing, felt comfortable in that role. And, um, I taught, uh, AP art in high school, which is, a, a college bound art kids. And so we were constantly, they had to produce a lot of art each year. So we worked together on that. And so that transition wasn't hard coming into art. Um, and Rhonda was always making jewelry. And so she just continued doing it. I think there was a large learning curve in just knowing. Um, I think we're a little, have a few blinders on that maybe others don't have because and maybe it's the word jaded might be a good word. We we came in just excited and fresh like puppies and mm-hmm. ready to go. And we, you know, along the way, you kind of face some obstacles that you didn't really know existed. But luckily, we, the three of us worked through that and could really discuss any issues that came up. And yeah, maybe we had a setback here or there. But basically, we just grew from that and just moved on. And just, you know, we just took that information and tried to do the best we could with it and move on. And we, our company tries very hard. We, we love the people that we sell to. We try to just stay in our lane, not really pay attention to what other people are doing, mostly because we honestly don't have time to worry about what everyone else is doing because <laughs> we are busy doing what we're yeah. doing. So sure. that's sort of how we run the company. Sure. Do you find that your consumers, your retailers, um, 
I, I would think that if I owned a business and were going to buy your products to sell in my store, I would just, I would find you very relatable. I think that's something really big that you guys bring to the table because, um, thank you. You're very relatable. And, 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 I think that's really important in all aspects of, of our world, but in business as well. Do you find that, that maybe that's where your good relationships come from with your products is, is that factor and, and the fact that you're living a dream and, and giving people hope that anybody yes. can do this if you want to. I, I feel that I, I, I do feel that what we, what we've accomplished over the eight years, going from our little tiny 10 by 10 to a double showroom on 414 and having a, had a showroom in Denver as well is is remarkable. I mean, it just, it, it, and I, I'm not taking the credit for it. I'm giving the credit back to the people that we have met since 2012 that still continue to buy from us. And one of the first girls that bought from us, um, I was working with today on a project. So it just, I think we're either seen as friends or moms, and I think both work well um, <laughs> with people. You know, they they yes. can talk to us because we we present ourselves in in either respect. So yes, and everybody loves their mom. We 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 all need <laughs> need our moms, right? So, I want to talk about some of your products before I throw it back to Mike and let him take this the direction he wants to. And I'm I'm on your website and and just looking at some of the the cool shirts and the uniqueness. And as you mentioned, there's something for everybody, and I could easily go shopping right now um, and have plenty in my cart. <laughs> but out of all the designs that you've done, do you do you have a favorite? Do you have, I'm sure you have many favorites, but is there a, you know, a certain feel that, that may be your favorite? Well, I, as, a, as an art teacher and uh, <laughs> I took a lot of art history, I, I really sometimes I kind of overthink my audience and do things that maybe they don't quite get because I'm doing things that are maybe in the style of Vega or in the style of Van Gogh, that kind of thing. And they're like, Hmm, but um, it's, I, I think when I get down to the basics of what people really like, it's just this sort of Americana brands, the, the way we approach it, you know, I, I think when I'm, possibly if I'm answering your question correctly, most proud of is that it's not just watercolor and pencil on paper. It's ink resist. It's oil pastel. It's anything that I've ever taught. I use to produce the art for the shirt so that it might be the same subject genre, but the, the approach to the art is done differently. And I think, I think people enjoy having something different to look at. Oh yes, very and and unique. There's some m- mommy and daughter uh, shirts I'm looking at right now, like mother, like daughter, and it's high heels with spurs. And I'm certain me and my daughter Kingsley needs need that ASAP. <laughs> very very cute. But well, we can help you with that. <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, so many products too. We're not just talking about shirts. Um, on your website, just looking through here, there's. There's a multitude of different products, but I just love the ability to have the custom touch um, from you. And I think that brings a lot to the table. Um, Mike, as you mentioned, you may not wear these kind of shirts, but I know that you I don't think I wear anything that has to do with high heels and spurs. No. No. (laughs) 
Kim, I'm going to go back to a comment you made before the people you sell to. You are primarily, if not entirely, a wholesaler selling to retailers, correct? Correct. Correct. Okay. So, but you had mentioned earlier, you could do custom work. Let's say a, a rodeo committee wants a shirt. Do they then go to a local retailer of yours to order that? Or can they go directly to you? No, they come to me directly. And, okay. um, and we work with them. We, we need a tax number and we can work with large groups on things like that. We have a, a, a minimum of, we, there's not an art fee per se, but we just have a, a larger opening minimum on when art is done from scratch, let's say. And um, so, you know, each case is different, but that's basically how we work. Okay. And let's go right to the retail side. Is there a, a profile of an average retailer for you or do you work with large retailers and mom and pop stores? Well, we... We, I would say we mostly work with a boutique kind of crowd, and we do also sell to some larger retailers that have multiple stores. Um, so both areas, yes. And we, we sell only retail. We, what we do is when, when I finish something and it's printed, it's ready to ship, uh, we post the work on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, get it out there, say, and we say, this is heading to, and give a store name. And then when people want that, they answer back on social media, oh, I want that. Then we send them to that store for, for the sale. And so that's worked very well for us because um, it lets our people know that we want them to make the money. They made the order and we're selling wholesale to them for them to sell it. We want the success for them to be successful with the item. That's important to us. Okay. And uh, kind of a last area here. We are the Wisdom by Wisa podcast. And I know you have been uh, uh, involved with Wisa for a while now. But tell us how Wisa uh, has been a help to uh, your business as you continue to grow. We went to Denver because there was a part of the United States we had not reached. And when we got our showroom there, we met people from everywhere from Washington state to Wisconsin and in between. And that was extremely exciting for us. It, it broadened our horizons. It, it gave me new things to think about as I was illustrating shirts and doing things because it was a new crowd and we luckily have continued with those people. And I even have seen some of them checking us out. They came in January and we're checking out the market. And I just, I feel like it's such an important market. And I just feel like people are going to be extremely happy um, when we can all get back together again. Well, and we're all hoping wherever we are and whatever we do, that we can all get back together again. I know retailers uh, are anxious anywhere they happen to be to begin to open their stores up and deal with customers. Uh, Everybody is looking forward to that. Uh, But in the meantime, we're glad to hear that your business is is going right along. Um, And we really do thank you for taking time to talk to us about XOXO Art and Company, uh, your history and what you're bringing to the table in terms of the Western fashion business. 
Well, thank you so much. We just cannot thank you enough for talking to us today and asking about our company. And we certainly hope that you will stop by our showroom in Dallas and check us out. Okay. Hey, thanks a lot. We appreciate you. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Really appreciate all of you very much. Thank you. The show notes and the links from today's show can be found at wisdombyawisa.com. And of course, we'd love to hear your feedback. There is a contact link on the website. The Wisdom by Wisa show will be published on the 15th and 30th of every month. You can listen on most of your favorite podcast players, and you can also listen on the Horse Radio Network app on your iOS or Android phone. You just search Horse Radio Network in the App Store. It's free and it's super easy to use. Be sure to visit all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. Thanks for listening to the Wisdom by Wisa podcast. Wisa, where the industry meets. <laughs>